the main thing that I delegated to my full-time VA is the thing that I hate the most, you know? And, and after three months, I was able to 10X my revenue. And so when I saw my profit and loss statement, I was like, I need to keep doing this and I need to teach people how to do this as well. And so from being a virtual assistant, now I am a CEO of a virtual assistant agency with 70 plus team members. It took me about two years to hire my first team member, and then it took me eight years to hire my first virtual assistant. I was scared AF to delegate things, and it's funny because everybody says your first hire should be a VA, and it has literally been my last hire. And I thought it was just me, but I found out that this is not a rare feeling. Many business owners are afraid to loosen the reins a little bit and let go. That is why I invited Christy Yoder to be on my podcast. You are going to love her. She's the founder and CEO of Smart VAs, which is a virtual assistant agency. And she has a fabulous method that she is going to share with you on how to decide what you should and should not delegate and why. So this exercise, it is a must for every business owner. Wild fun fact too about Christy is that she lives in Marion, Ohio. From the Philippines, moved to the United States in 2019 and she moved to Marion, Ohio, which is where I was born and raised. It is a very small city, probably like 40,000-ish people, at least it was when I lived there. It's about an hour north of Columbus, so we totes bonded over that. Okay, enough about the hometown. Here is Christy Yoder. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. But you are a master delegator, and I have to tell you, I was so afraid to hire my first team member just because it's so hard for me. It was, it's way easy now, but it was so hard for me to like let go of control and trust somebody else with my brand. And then it took me eight years to hire my first virtual assistant. Like I literally just hired my first VA this year and she's so amazing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have done this forever ago. I bet you hear that a lot. Like after people hire virtual assistants, they're like, oh my gosh, I should have done this forever ago. Yeah. I mean, I've heard so many different experiences, you know, bad and good and even bad experiences, you know, it can be a lesson for a business owner too, because most of the time when business owners, you know, have a bad experience with with a VA, I mean, with, with a person, you know, most of the time it's not really... In, it's not entirely the VA's fault, you know, because we have to set our VAs up for success. So we are the business owner, we are the leader, so we are responsible for the success of our VA. And you come from the Philippines before you were in Marion, you were in the Philippines, and a lot of people go to the Philippines to hire VAs. Why is like the Philippines a hot spot for virtual assistants? I know. Um, that is a good question. I feel like because of the culture, 
first, Filipinos are very hospitable, very friendly, very approachable, very loving and warm. Second, they are just very interested, you know, to get to know foreigners or international people, you know. And and also, I think one thing, one main thing that, you know, business owners outsource to the Philippines is because of their communication skills. They can speak English very well. I mean, not fluent, but they can communicate very well. And you started, tell me about your background. Did you start working as a VA before you grew your business, Smart VAs? Yes, I, I did. So like like you said, you know, I was born and raised in the Philippines. I grew up in the city. And in 2018, I met the love of my life. We are now married, but during that time, we were just dating. And um, my husband went to the Philippines and he was like, oh, I couldn't live here. It's just the life is very different. This is like Earth Earth." too you know my my husband grew up in a small town in Ohio and he was like Ohio is like earth one and then the Philippines earth two is very exotic very different like very different and he's like I love it but I'm just not ready to to leave here yet and so when we when I decided that I'm going to be moving to the states I thought of becoming a virtual assistant a, a freelancer and when I moved to the states I just got so stressed and overwhelmed because I was saying yes to all my clients and to all new prospects you know like my clients you know they like me and then they they like the way how I approach things and so they just kept on delegating tasks to me and I couldn't say no because part of my personality is that you know as an extroverted person you can't say no to people because you feel like you are rejecting them and you just want to please everybody. And the more I please everybody, the, the more I keep saying yes, the more I'm I'm killing myself, you know, because of stress and getting overwhelmed. And so when I when I was just at the lowest point in my business, become, you know, as a virtual assistant, I thought of why not hire, hire other people, you know, in the Philippines where I can outsource so, some of my projects. And so I did that. I, I hired a couple of part-time VAs to help me out with my clients' projects. And then after three months, I decided to hire my full-time VA. And, you know, believe it or not, with, within just three months of working together with my full-time VA, because the, the main thing that I delegated to my full-time VA is the thing that I hate the most, you know. And, and after three months, I was able to 10x my revenue. And so when I saw my profit and loss statement, I was like, I need to keep doing this. And I need to teach people how to do this as well. And so from being a virtual assistant, now I am a CEO of a virtual assistant agency with 70 plus team members. Now break that down, how you started seeing growth when you delegated the thing you hated the most. So tell me what you hated the most and how you delegated it. And like, set that VA up for success? Yeah. So the thing that I really hate the most is doing discovery calls. You know, if you are the one responsible for that, that means you're not just going to talk to people to sell whatever you are offering, but you also need to follow up. You also have to make sure that your business is growing by acquiring new clients. And so that responsibility alone is just too heavy on my shoulder and I cannot carry it alone. And by doing that every day, 
it took me away from the things that I should be doing, you know, as the business owner. And I wasn't just talking to one person, you know, when I was doing discovery calls for my business, I was talking to like four to five different people in a day. And so I didn't really have much time to follow up with them, to think about strategies to grow my business even further. And so I thought of delegating that to a VA because it, it is something that I hate doing. I don't like doing. I'm not passionate about teaching to my to to my prospects. And am I good at it? Yes, I think I'm good at it because I was able to close a lot of um, sales. But do I like it? Do I enjoy it? I don't really enjoy it. And to me, I was like thinking, what's the point of of running my own business if I'm doing something that I'm not really enjoying, right? I should have the freedom and flexibility to do the things that, you know, gives me joy, that that fuels me, that's something that I'm passionate about. And so when I heard my first virtual assistant, I had her join my discovery calls. So she was able to observe how uh, how I'm doing it and how I like it done. And then after that, I watched her do it. So, so for like one week, I, I let her shadow me. And then the following week, I am the one watching her. And then I give her feedback. And I also prepared step-by-step process on how to do the discovery calls the way how I want it done. And I also prepared some uh, frequently asked questions because a lot of prospects, you know, they won't just listen to you. They have a lot of questions. And so I prepared frequently asked questions so that she is also prepared and, and she won't doubt herself when she when she answers our our prospects and so i think that's why my business grew 10 times after i hired my first virtual assistant because i know that i need to equip my va to do the task that i want her to do and i couldn't just expect my va to help me grow my business overnight which is sort of what most businesses you know kind of are expecting right now. You know, when I hire a VA next week, I should see this, blah, 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 blah. But there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things that goes into hiring a virtual assistant. Now, how are you getting these leads to have that VA be trained in real time as you brought her in? In 2018 and 2019, we're using LinkedIn to, to connect with business owners uh, we have different um, strategy now as compared to the first couple of years that we are starting out or growing the business because right now we are still using LinkedIn, but our approach is very different because LinkedIn is now very saturated. You know, so as um, as of the moment we're using LinkedIn outreach, we're also optimizing our website through SEO strategies and podcasts guesting like this you know we 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 get a lot of um, leads and also customer or client referrals awesome very good okay I feel like when it comes to outsourcing work to a VA people don't think of the sales portion because the sales portion is usually something that the business owner does and it's I feel like it's the hardest thing to teach because as a business owner you are your best salesperson. So before we get into all of the other things that you could delegate, talk to me about teaching somebody how to sell what you sell in the way you do it because I feel like that's like something that's so specific and would be hard to teach or even find the right person to do it. Yeah, that's that's really a good question. And, 
you know, a lot of people, they ask me, Christy, what is the task that I can easily outsource to someone? You know, and the almost, you know, the immediate answer to that to that is admin tasks because we think that admin tasks are very easy to do. But that's not how really I approach things when it comes to to delegation. And you know, with 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 teaching my VA how to do sales call first, I need to make sure that that person knows my business and that person believes in my mission and vision, especially if you're if you're delegating your your sales call to that person. Because if your VA does not know who you are and and what your business stands for and what your unique value proposition is, then your VA won't be able to carry on the responsibilities that you want your VA to do. So first I had to make sure that my VA is in alignment with my mission and vision and also core values. Um, Because the way how we do our sales call is very different as compared to other agencies. You know, other agencies, they're very salesy and they're very hardcore when it comes to like, um, you know, uh, closing a sale. But with our with 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 my agency, we focus on on our value. We focus on introducing my company, introducing our core values, introducing, you know, the services that we can offer to our prospects, you know, even the value that, even the value and other benefits that they can have just by partnering with us. And so, um, like what I said, you know, have you, you, you need to make sure that your VA knows who you are, what your business stands for, and that your VA is in alignment with, with your core values. And aside from that, you have to make sure as well that you give feedback to your to your VA you know so um so the second week of training my VA on how to do our sales call I gave her feedback I gave her a lot of feedback and more importantly when you hire a VA you have to make sure especially when you're outsourcing your sales call your sales process you have to make sure that the VA that you are hiring is um, has experience in doing sales call. So I did not just hire a VA like, hey, do you have experience in social media? And then they said yes. And then I, and then I assigned that VA to do sales call. That's not, that's not right. You have to make sure that you are hiring the VA with the right skill set to, to, to do the task that you want your VA to do. And, and I think um, to me as a business owner, you know, as someone who have hired a lot of VAs, the most important thing to me now is character more than the skill set and the, the experience because you can easily teach the skill set or how to do a specific task. But the character, uh, there's just a lot of things, you know, that you have to do if you want to change that, you know, because, you know, somebody's character is not something that can be changed overnight because, somebody's character has something to do with with their culture with their upbringing with their values with their beliefs you know with their religion maybe so that's why uh when we hire VAs we make sure that we have the right questions to ask them to assess objectively if they are the right fit to my company's values okay we talked about discovery calls what are some other things that people can delegate that will free up their time and 
make them enjoy their business a little bit more while they're growing their business? Yeah. Um, ultimately, you know, the reason why we started a business is to have freedom and flexibility, right? So it's to me, it's not really the matter of what you can delegate. It's the matter of what gives you joy in your business. And so the way how I approach delegation is very different. That's why when somebody asks me, so what what can when what can I delegate? It really depends on a person and it can look very different, you know, from um, it can look different for me and for you because we have different, you know, aspirations in life and, and passions. And so the way how I do it is first, you have to make sure that you have a vision for your business. So especially now, you know, we only have like a month, a month and a half, and we're going to start a new year already. So you have to make sure that you have a vision for your business before you hire a virtual assistant. Um, a lot of business owners, I've noticed that they hire a virtual assistant for the sake of hiring a virtual assistant. They hire a virtual assistant because they are stressed and overwhelmed already. And, you know, that is very understandable. But if you really want to scale your business, you have to in integrate virtual assistants in your business plan. Instead of being reactive, you have to be proactive. So first have a vision. How do you want your business to look like after, after a couple of years or five years? Or maybe after six months or one year. Have a vision for your business and then write down what are the things that you need to do in order to, to achieve your vision, in order to get where you want your business uh, to be. And so list down specific tasks uh, that you need to do or that your business need, needs to do in order to get where you want to be. And then after listing down all those tasks, you have to segregate, segregate them into four different quadrants. So I have four quadrants that I use whenever I want to reassess how I do things. So the first quadrant is uh, list down the tasks that you enjoy doing and you are good at. So once you know the things or the tasks that you enjoy doing and you're good at, those are the things that you should be doing most of the time. So like I said, if, if admin task is something that you are really good at, and you enjoy doing, then do that. You know, you don't have to delegate that to somebody else just for the sake of delegating it and just because other people are doing it. You know, the most important thing, the most important thing for us to do is the things that we enjoy doing and the things that we are good at. The second quadrant is the the things that you enjoy doing but you are not good at, only do that 10% of the time. And the third quadrant is the things that you don't enjoy doing and the things that you are good at delegate that 90% of the time. And the last quadrant is, this is sort of like a no brainer <laughs> quadrant, you know, the things that you don't enjoy doing and the things that you are not good at, no questions asked, you know, delegate that 100% of the time because it will only slowly kill you, you know, and as a business owner, our mental health our physical health, those are the things that are very important to us. And if we force ourselves to do the things that we don't enjoy doing and we're not good at, our life is going to be boring. Our life, our life is go, our business is going to feel like we're robots and we're just not gonna grow, you know? And so in order for you to really scale and grow your business um effectively and profitably, you have to know your strengths and weaknesses 
as a business owner and you have to have humility to accept that you cannot do everything in your business unless you want to become a solopreneur. You know, there are other business owners out there or maybe freelancers who who are content in being just a solopreneur, you know, who are content in just having five clients a month and they don't want to hire team members, you know, and I applaud those kind of those kind of solopreneurs because they're just content and they have they don't get tempted by the things that they are not supposed to be doing and as for me i'm i am very ambitious um highly i am highly ambitious person and i i am not content with just having five clients a month you know i i aspire to grow even more to help out more more vas and to help out more clients I love that. So something that I did a long time ago, and I feel like this is a good reminder for people to do on a regular basis is bust out a spreadsheet and write down everything you do every day, because there's things that we do in our business that we don't even acknowledge because it's just like second nature. Like I know there, I know people who check their email like dozens of times a day. Like the, first of all, that's just such a time suck. Like, let me tell you, it was life-changing for me when I turned off my email notifications. And then I only checked my email a couple of times a day. Like you get so much time back when you do that. But I think that like things like that, like you don't realize how often you do things unless you actually take the time to write them down and then separate them. Like, like you said, because when I hired my VA, it was when I was launching my boot camp, pitch publicity profit, and I needed some help like on the tech side. And now that that boot camp is not going to be launched live, it's going to be evergreen. I'm like, okay, well, what else can I give my assistant to do? And this is something that I need to do now is like, well, what do I do every day? What do I not want to do? What can she help me with? So I think that is a genius idea that so many people need to do. And at the time this episode is coming out, it's coming out at the end of 2022. So it is a great time for people to do this exercise and prep for the new year in their business. How can people use smart VAs, your company. There's a lot of different VA companies. I have a friend who just launched one, Abby Ashley. She just launched Hello Savvy. Um, and then there's those. I know her. Oh, you know we're her. Actually, we're actually using her um, tools, her online courses to upscale our VAs. Oh, perfect. I love yeah. that. I love that. I love the collaboration. And then there's those, those outlets where it's totally hit or miss, like Upwork, like and Fiverr. You really just don't know what you're going to get. So talk to me about what you do with smart VAs that makes it different and a little bit more vetted. Like take me behind the scenes if somebody's listening and they maybe feel like, okay, I want to do this exercise and I want to hire a VA and get this weight off my shoulders. Yeah. You know what? I have a mini cohort with other virtual assistant agencies and what I do is very different from what they are doing. So I'm glad you asked that question. So, so each virtual assistant is different from one another. They can bring different things on the table. And each virtual assistant companies and agency, you know, they're very different from one another as well. I think one of the main thing that my agency is unique 
is because we provide a team of virtual assistants for a price of one. So, so like for instance, you know, if you have a growing business, there are too many moving parts, right? Just like what I mentioned earlier, you have you need to have a vision and you need to like write write the task or specific tasks that you need to do in order to achieve your vision. And so I'm sure if you're going to list down 10 to 20 tasks, you're not only going to need one VA. You might need two to three VAs because each individual, they have different skill sets. And if us business owners, we don't want to do everything in our business, we should not also expect our VAs to do everything in our business. So the good thing about my agency is you hire a team of virtual assistants with different skill set de depending on your need. So today you might need a podcast editor and then the following month you might need a graphic designer. The following month after that you might need a website developer. So we will provide everything that you need for you without talking to different agencies, without talking to different VAs. And on top of that, we also assign a project leader that acts as your project manager. So your project leader is the one who monitors your your hours, the hours that your VAs are using. And your, your project leader also monitors the tasks that you assign to your VA. You know, because I understand that when you have a lot of tasks, sometimes us business owners, we don't really have time to, to, to monitor those tasks, right? And that's why we assign a project leader at no extra cost to the business owner because I want to make sure that we give freedom and flexibility to our clients. And not only that, we want to make sure that they have peace of mind that their tasks are progressing accordingly. I love that. And I will link to smartvirtualassistance.com in the show notes for this episode. I'll also link to you on Instagram and LinkedIn so people can connect with you. Is there anything else that you want to add that I should have asked? Well, I said, I, I, I think, I think I said too many things already, but if there's <laughs> one thing I want to share with, uh, with my fellow entrepreneurs who are stress and overwhelmed right now um what i want to say is just do it you know we have to as business owners we have to get over ourselves and there are there are just too many things that we need to think about and we should not be in control of everything we need to trust other people um, to do the tasks that we need them to do yeah. It's a hard thing to do, but once you do it, you're like, you can't wait to do it again and again and again. And you say, yeah. I wish I would have done this sooner. Like you have to just like, like you said, let go and trust other people. I mean, I even know solopreneurs who are very successful. Like there's a, a man I follow on Twitter and LinkedIn. His name's Justin Welch. He's fabulous. He's all about being a solopreneur. He just posted that he's made $3 million already this year. And like, you can still be a solopreneur and have a VA that helps you do all of the things. So totally love what you're doing. I think your message to small business owners is so important because delegation is something that is tricky to start. But once you start, it's like, like you said, like with, when you did it, when you outsourced your discovery calls, it was like, you took off like a rocket. So I think that's amazing. Thank you so much, Christy. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening. 
You are not going to want to miss what is happening next week. I am talking to the one, the only, Denise Duffield Thomas. I am so excited for you to hear this interview. Obviously, we talk about money, honey. We talk about money mindset, all of the things, how you can have a more chill and relaxed business and make more money at the same time. So make sure you check that out. It is the last episode of the year, people. And then we are in 2023. So it's a good one to end on. I will see you next week right here on Become a Media Maven.